welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley. And on today's episode, we are talking about horror flicks and giving our reviews. We got a little sidetracked with all of our adventures. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a monthly thing. We'll basically circle back on all the things we watched and share our opinions with all you guys. Our good moments in horror, all our bad. Yes. The good, the bad. bad watches, all the our ugly. wastes of time. Um, so one thing first, we're going to start with the really cool thing that we did last night. Yes. Um, we went to the Dr. Sleep world premiere of the film. Which was so dope. As soon as you found parking, it was yeah. dope. As soon as you got through LA traffic and found parking, it was yes. amazing. Um, what are your thoughts, comments, concerns, opinions? I, so I dig it and my review is not going to give any spoilers. So, cause I'm, Oh, no spoilers, but honestly, Kind of maybe spoilers. Kind because of a little bit because we we're going to give our opinion. And so like, if you haven't seen it yet, earmuffs for the beginning part of this episode. And um, for me personally, spoilers, I don't really care because I'm going to. No. <laughs> Siri, get out of here. Siri is maybe, I don't know what she thought I was talking about. I'm not talking to you, Siri. Um, I so, think we said serious. <laughs> we, serious. And she goes like, what? Me? Um, um, so spoilers for me, I don't. I don't really care because if I like something, I'm going to watch it regardless. But I know some people are freak out about it. So if you freak out about spoilers, you've been warned. Don't listen for the first five minutes. Of this Do not bullshit. listen. Um, but yeah, we did Back see Dr. Sleep. Um, I was really super into it. And me coming from like a visual standpoint, I the director, which I wrote down, because um, he did um, House um, of Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. How, Hill House, whatever. Wait, Haunting of Hill House Haunting or House of Haunted, Haunted Hill? The one that was on Netflix. Netflix. Um, Haunting he, of Hill House. He did Haunting of Hill House. He yep. did Oculus. Um, Mark Flanagan. I could never remember his name, even though it's very generic. But um, he does a badass job with, I guess, visuals and, and kind of doing, like, in the movie, there's a lot of very good segues into different moments. Mm-hmm. And it's something that um, in Haunting of Hill House, like, there was a lot of really, like, long drawn out moments where like you could tell it was one frame one shot one continuous shot in doctor sleep they did that a little bit yeah and i was really kind of waiting to see if that happened again and it did yeah like yes bitch and also like visually it was shot very well and it was it's a long movie like yeah it it was probably what like around two and a half hours yeah it was pretty long 220 230 yeah yeah. It, it was a it was a thick boy but like it if you read the book, it's very spot on. And and if you are at all obsessed with The Shining as a classic, yeah. like it checked all the boxes for me. I think a lot of people, because I posted my photo saying like we, you know, we saw the film and a lot of people are asking how it was and in comparison to the book. And I actually just recently re, uh, started reading the book, but I didn't get through the whole thing before the, because we saw it, it doesn't come out till November 8th. So it's not out in theaters yet. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be out in theaters. Um, but it was very close to the book. Yeah. And a lot of people were asking that love the book if it is, you know, yeah. similar and I, to like, it. I read it in like 2013, which I didn't even realize because I was like really in my Stephen King mode like way back yeah. when it came out in like 2011 2012 so like I had read it and like zoomed through it but I didn't right. really like process it as like something that would be a visual piece right and then they would this, eventually make I film. literally did not put it together that yeah that was a book that I read so that's why I was like oh I loved it and I feel like at the beginning um I think there'll be a there'll be quite a few people that might say it's slow at the beginning um but I feel like it takes that story to kind of build up and it's so visually beautiful. Like I found myself yeah. getting sucked in to the point where like my my eyes were glazing over because I was so fascinated by what I was seeing and I would have to remind myself like blink. 
You know, I think the cinematography was like what, and I think that's what happens with a lot of movies lately. Is like, regardless if the plot blows ass, I think there's there's so many very incredibly talented cinematographers and um, DPs and directors that are working together right now, and like the actual movie can blow, but like they become iconic images in your mind. Right. But this one was both good and visually great. Right. It had a great story yeah. and it was beautiful. Um, to me, it's like if something looks really good and it sounds really good and the story is kind of like, Meh. didn't smell very good. It didn't smell very good. But if everything else is there, I'm like easy to kind of look the other way. But this really, you're right. Hit check yeah. all the boxes. If you're a fan of The Shining, if you're a fan of Stephen King, if you're a fan of the um, books, you will love it. So yeah. without giving away I guess too many spoilers I think that's a good like overall I mean what would you give it I guess out of 10 if you had to score it uh, one out of 10 Ooh, I mean Kim oh I would give it like a oh <laughs> I know it's always you, a hard thing well, it, I know what I would what give my it. expectations mm -hmm. versus what it is because my expectations were met in different ways so I would give it like a 9.1 okay um, what was your favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene from it? Ooh, spoilers. But spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. But we're like but in. We're like a couple minutes in, so we I warned liked, you. My favorite scene was when he was walking back into the Overlook Hotel and he was turning on like all the lights and like bringing yeah. it back to life. Yeah. Like for me, like that was an iconic moment because it was all those places that were such prevalent, you know, pieces of the atmosphere. Yeah. And to see them again, kind of dilapidated and like, yeah. but still there and living and like he could turn on the lights and yeah. And like he would pass through the hallways of like, you know, like room 237 and like the elevators and the fucking bathtub. And yeah, like it was just like that whole piece was really just takes you back. Yeah. I would say like, I can't really pick one favorite scene, but I agree with you. It was all of the flashbacks that we remember, like taking us back to the old, um, to The Shining, yeah. and then also seeing like, I don't know, it just felt so cool to like walk down that hallway and like you're saying, you saw yeah. it old and grungy and then seeing it come back to life was just mm -hmm. so cool because it pulls on those heartstrings of what yeah. we remember, um, but then it's also creating this whole new storyline. Um, and to me, I feel like it ended on a note where it could go somewhere else. Yeah, You know, they didn't really like close it off and you think of all of the yeah. avenues it could still go. So um, I would give it a, I would give it a nine out of 10. Yeah. I mean, I think a 10 out of 10 is a very hard thing to it, do. Yeah. It's gotta be legit. Um, I do have to say that there were so many like scary scenes to me. There was a lot of jumpy shit. There was so many jumpy things. And I felt bad. Cause I think I said, I like, I screamed quite a few profanities when they scared me like Which over and I over didn't again. I didn't realize that I was sitting right next to you. Yeah. But I like, there was a lot of jumpy moments and there's a lot of funny moments too, yeah. which was really good. Yeah. It was a good mix of like a little comedic relief. Yeah. Uh, the jump scares, which I love a good jump scare and there's plenty of them in the film. Um, and then all of like the nostalgia of what remember. So and I also like that it like delved deep into like addiction because like, you know, he's Dan is Real like life messed stuff. up from his father and like yeah. trying to get over alcoholism because he's like trying to repress like all of those emotions. And yeah. Like for him to like constantly try to overcome it and then be faced with it again in the multiple scenarios where things get hard in the movie. Like yeah. I think it's really admirable for that to be like a prevalent like piece running through it. It's something that's um like we see it as, oh, it's a horror flick, but it's actually something really yeah. relatable to a lot yeah. of people and whether like addiction in any sense of the term, like alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be, um, bringing that real life thing that people in the audience can relate to um, and not necessarily being like, I feel like with a lot of horror flicks, you're you're attracted to like the ghosts or the paranormal, the yeah. supernatural, or but this a, is real. Or it's like a very extreme, like, you know, like they were hurt by a ghost and they're sad and that's the storyline right. and they're gonna get revenge. Or like, right. this is so multifaceted because it's 
based off of such an iconic book and, right. and, you know, the sequel of an iconic movie and book. And I think that they did a good job where they dissected it to create the storyline that was multifaceted. Yeah. And I think that is like the basis of it. I mean, we were actually right before we started recording, we were watching like some shitty movie on Netflix. I don't even know what it was called. I don't but know, man. That we, was not ideal. You find yourself getting sucked into something, but when the source material is good, yeah. it's like, as long as it's filmed well, it's going to be a gem. Yeah. Um, and the the film was beautiful. I loved it. I really honestly can't wait to see it again because I feel like there's a lot of things that when you watch it the first time, I feel like going back again, you might get a little bit more out of it. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, I'm definitely- if we have a spare two and a half hours. Right. <laughs> we will definitely it. put it on the list. Um, so nine out of 10? Yeah, 9.1. 9.1, 9 out of 10. Um, what else have you watched recently? I, I know we, we've watched, both watched a lot of different things and it's been a while. Have you watched In the Tall Grass yet? I have. That was actually that the was first list, thing yeah. on the list. Yeah, that one actually, like I watched it. I was supposed to be working and I just, I was usually, <laughs> I what, I, well, usually what I do is like I'll play a movie in the background and I'll like edit and stuff. And yeah. I just, I felt so... It's like, it's like yeah, and it's one of those movies where the first twenty minutes, I'm like, yeah, like I can just listen to this and it's fine. And then when it really gets in deep, like it's yeah. it's really fascinating. And I think like if anyone's seen it, it does at its core, like you look at it and these people are lost in in grass, mm -hmm. and you know, there's obviously like this mysticism to it. And and then like on the flip side, it's like they're seeing like different, like it's an alternate reality mm -hmm. essentially. Well, for me, so I actually watched it on the Florida trip that you were not there for. It was very sad. Um, so Cameron and I were watching it one night and we were so exhausted from the trip that I kept falling asleep and not because the film wasn't good. Like it was great, but I just, my body yeah. was like, I'm done. I'm sleeping. So it took me like four days to finally watch it from beginning to end. Um, but it was so like, it's one of those concepts. There's another film that we watched and it's called, I think it was just called ATM. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those simple things where it's one scene. It's one location. In the grass, yeah. One location. But it was so beautifully shot and yeah. it was so like it's just very different. visceral. Yeah. It was very like visual. Um, I really liked the one thing again, spoilers. So this has been out for a while though. Well, so by yeah, this so time we don't, you, we don't care anymore. No. Um, the one thing that I really liked is a lot of horror movies, a lot of films in general, you, they're predictable. Mm -hmm. You know that there's a beginning, middle and end, you know that whatever there's gonna be hero at the end and it's gonna be yeah. great or it's gonna end tragically. This was like an ending that was- You didn't know was, who was good and who was bad. Exactly. You didn't it was know who anyone was. Yeah. Like that's what really shook me. I was like, I don't know who's dead, who's alive, who's right. a zombie. Who's the good guy, who's I the bad guy. if this is even a dream. If right. they wake up in their car and they're like, oh, I guess I shouldn't have gone in the ground. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I, I, the one thing that I really liked is when there's something that I can't figure out, I always think I can figure it out. And usually yeah. I'm pretty good at it. But when I kept thinking I could figure it out and then I couldn't figure it out, um, that keeps me on my toes. And it usually typically keeps me like wanting to watch more, but I was yeah. just so tired that I kept falling asleep. Um, but once I finally finished it, I loved it at the end. It was just like unexplainable. Yeah. It wasn't like a monster. It wasn't someone Nobody, with like, powers. Nobody like died or anything. It was just it's this weird just... like warp area where you can't, it's magic. Yeah. It's like magic. It, you can't explain it. It's that and big rock in the middle. It was that big magic rock big in the middle. Rock. And I like that. I like that there's no explanation and it just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So I would give that one, I mean, it's Which not- Which is another Stephen King one. But, but I don't know. I wouldn't give it a nine out of I 10. I wasn't, so like nothing, 
Um, it didn't give me any jump scares. No, I was just gonna say that no jump it scares. Didn't, it was very. It was psychological. It for was sure. very like solemn in the way that it was shot, where you know it was either daytime or night, and they were like constantly going through, you know, the, the same cycle. The same cycle. Yeah. It was a a mental kind of mind fuck, but mm-hmm. it wasn't anything that made me have nightmares or anything. It was um actually. Uh, funny you mentioned because the Stephen King thing it was a very um, like a timeline thing where you were jumping back and forth in timelines so it would take a second for you to realize okay we're we're back in time or we're forward in time Um, and we saw that in uh, Doctor Sleep as well like there were so many times where I was like wait and then yeah it would take a second for me to realize okay we're in their mind or we're back or we're forward Um, but again I like that I like that it makes you think Um, it's a little bit of a challenge and that's fun for me but a good I, jump scare. I need a good jump scare. It kind of uh, it made me remember when I got lost in a corn maze too. And Wait, I was just, is that it's a like, thing? Well, because it's literally when you think about it, it's a labyrinth. Yeah. And so like back on the East Coast, like we had corn mazes. So like you'd go out and pick pumpkins, but essentially they'd cut down these cornfields to have a maze. Right. And a bitch would get stuck, best believe. I got stuck. I got lost in the grocery store, but I feel like that's not as scary no, that's not the when same. I was this like is five. Like, <laughs> like you can see like feet through the things, but if you're there with a friend and you lose your friend and then you're just like, I don't know how big this is because you go and you and don't know how big little, it is. you're little too. Yeah. Like you can't. No, I yeah. was 17. I was not little. Oh, okay. You had no excuse. Was, you had your voice. I was you could large. have said, hey, I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you didn't. Thankfully, I had my cell phone. How long were you lost in the corn oh, maze? Oh, tw- 30 minutes. Oh, no. No, but what I did was I had my phone. And it was a flip phone at the time. And so I that just Motorola? played, I had three ringtones mm-hmm. saved on it. And I think it was like the Lizzie McGuire theme song. And I just replayed it over and over until someone found me. Oh no. And I just held it up and I was like, yo. That's like, to me to be lost in a, well, because I think I associate a corn maze with a murderer. Yeah. And I mean, typically there's not like, there's not always a murderer in a corn maze, but chances are high there would be a murderer in a corn maze. It was daylight. Oh, okay. It was well. good. If it was nighttime, I'd be very afraid of a murder in a corn maze. And I don't, I like panic when I'm lost. Actually, when <laughs> we were going to the premiere last night, I was lost. my Vienna finger for this. <laughs> Side note, um, Ashley's been saving that Vienna finger. And, I've like, been saving it, but I wanted a <laughs> mid-show snack. It was like a challenge. Like I could see you looking at the Vienna finger the entire time. <laughs> like, can I, can I eat the Vienna finger yet? Um, need but a good story. Now I'll tell my story while you eat your cookie. Um, so I get really panicked when I'm lost. Like I don't, I have a terrible sense of direction. I don't know where I am. I need Google maps to tell me where I am. And when I can't figure it out, I get like, I get, speaking of sweaty upper lip, which I always have, I get a sweaty <laughs> upper lip because I get nervous and I hate not knowing where I am. So if I was lost in a corn maze, I would be very upset and distraught. And I probably would just start crying and not play my Lizzie McGuire ringtone. I was like a soldier at 17. I was like, this is what's going to happen, bitch. Leave me where going to play. And then I'm going to find my way. Oh, my shit. I was a boss. But you found your way out. You found your friend. All was well in the world. Yeah, my one friend in life. Well, you know, you got, all that matters is you got out of the corn maze and life moved on. Exactly. Um, so other movies. One other one that this is kind of a while ago, but I don't think we talked about it. Um, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I never saw it. What? You have to. See. Did you ever read the books when you were a kid? Um, so if you did, if you're a fan of the books when you were a kid, I give this one. Um, it's hard to give like a scale that's like a a scale to for every film because yeah. they're all kind of different. Um, I really enjoyed it because there were so many stories that I remember reading as a kid. Yeah. And I loved it. And I thought they did such a fantastic job of bringing those to life. And honestly, it was scary. 
Like if you were a kid and you watched it, you would be the trailers were it was intense. terrifying. Yeah. Um they did such a good job. It was so like beautifully filmed. Um there was quite a few jump scares. It's a scare mo. So it's like it's gonna Absolutely. be Absolutely. Um and the other guy, his name is Anders. I think his name is Anders. I don't remember. Don't sorry. Andres? Um but it was done so well and there were so many scenes that made your skin crawl. Like where you're like That's just what I like, yeah. Jump scares and making you feel uncomfortable. It was such a cool film. Um, I got a PR package from them and it was like the coolest PR package I've ever gotten in my life. So many I actually have a bunch of special effects makeup that they sent me, so we have to do like wounds. I've never or, gotten a PR package. Well, I'll share mine with you. We can do like Let's gore. turn you into something. Okay. Let's turn you I'm into ready. a gourd. And they sent me the coolest thing was they sent like these they sent a toe cookie. And they sent Wait, like, I saw that on your story yeah, and I, I thought it was something else no, was and I cookie. didn't want to ask. It was a cookie. I didn't um, know that was a toe. And then they sent a, um, the, the spider, the boil. I forget the names of the stories, yeah. um, but the spider one with the, like the boil was yeah. like one of my favorites. Um, they send I think you it was boil? called the red spot. I think it was a red spot. That was one of my favorites when I was a kid and they actually sent the books. So if you haven't read, I'm going to let you borrow them okay. so you can like catch up read, and we have yeah. the movie so we can watch the movie and then. We can get your opinion about it after, but oh, I yeah. loved it. I would give it like, I don't know. I on scale, I really love The Shining, but in a different sense. Like they're not really on the same playing field. Yeah. Um, but I would give it like an eight point five, like close to a nine. I really yeah. enjoyed it. We need to be piggy. It's two thousand nineteen. We're almost at the end of a decade, and we need to not be like nice to everyone. Yeah, but I actually really liked both of those. Yeah. I really, okay. I really well, so that's on my list. Have you watched that Ellie yet on Netflix? Eli, Eli, Ellie. I call him like Eli. So when I was saying Eli, people were like, "It's Ellie," and I was no, like, it was well, Eli. Fuck you. It was okay, Eli. so it's Eli, bitches. Um, pronounced correct. I'm gonna. I have mixed opinions about this. That is one. how I feel about this movie because I did not like it for the first. 45 to 50 minutes. Okay, and it so was, I'm it like was, the opposite of you. This was also like a background noise thing for me. Okay. Like I was trying so you to were finish. Not 100% I was like working, into it. I was like watching it, but I wasn't fully, cause it, it essentially like, if you haven't seen it, it's about a kid who has like basically this rare disease or audio autoimmune disorder. Mm -hmm. And he can't really go out or like even like really touch air. He's like allergic He's to allergic outside to, to yeah. air. Yeah. So his mom and his dad takes him to this old house where these nurses are going to bring him back to life or like, I guess, I guess heal him. Like this doctor these, has a plan yeah, to heal him. She's, yeah. she's got her message. Also spoilers. And clearly if you didn't understand there's going to be spoilers, then well, it's your own yeah. fault at this point. Well, I won't spoil too much, but I will say that like the first hour didn't wow me. And then when it turns like the last like half an hour, I was like, what in the actual fuck? Yeah. And I think that's why... So I didn't not like it. Like I, no, I didn't I not like it. I, didn't, it. I wasn't like, wow, this is the. I was neutral. Mo yeah, I was like invested, and at that point, I was like halfway through. Yeah. And I was like, ah, whatever. I'm gonna watch it. Um, but I have the complete opposite. Like on the flip side, I really liked the beginning and the build up because I was like, oh, this shit's gonna get good. And no, then, I love it. Shit, when they when yeah, they push really? that thing open and the bitch ass bodies. Okay, there. we're gonna talk about it because if we don't yeah. talk about it, okay. it doesn't make sense. So basically, spoiler alert. Well, I think going into it, you know those little those three nuns or or whatever those three nurses. They're three nurses. Nurses at the beginning, they're nurses. Um, they you know that they like are kind of their sub. There's, there's something, something else. There's something so 
he wonky. Eli goes in and he's going to get treated for this auto, for lack of a better word, we'll call it the autoimmune disease to treat him because they, they say that they have a way to make him better, to yeah. heal him. Yeah, and he already knows he's kind of like bullshit. But then he starts seeing things and yeah. he starts seeing ghosts of other children in this place. And he's also speaking yeah. to this little girl that is like outside yep. of the building. Who is also in Stranger Things. Uh, yes, she's the redhead yep. in Stranger Things. Um, Max, yeah. Max, right? Yeah, yeah, Sadie something. Or, yeah. yeah, and so you're getting like, you're getting those mixed insights of like, he's seeing the ghost, so it's yeah. just kids that were mistreated, yep. but then she's giving him kind of like insights to make him think that like it's something otherwise. So you're conflicted the entire time, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's a kid, he's sick, he's getting healed, but he's in a haunted hospital, yeah. essentially. Wait, so I, I guess what you would assume is like the, the ghosts are trying to do him harm. Right. But I know from past lives that um, three bitches in little scrubs are not to be trusted when they're injecting mm-hmm. you with things. And, and they had like a nun hat. They yeah. too, they were like these nurse those. outfits are weird. Trust, no, disclaimer, not to be mean, but I don't trust like nuns on television at least. Well, like, Cause they had, they, you know, they're not up to good. Yeah, it was, it was spooky. And then when they came out with the nurse outfit, I was like, this hat's weird. So it looks like a nun, but I didn't make the yeah, connection. So anyways, yet. like at the end of the film, um, you know, Eli ends up realizing that he's not hella sick. He's something else. And his mom goes down to that uh, like dungeon type area. But he doesn't realize it yet. I don't think he realizes it till he the realizes very it, end. He realizes it when he goes down into that dungeon and he can actually breathe again. Oh, that's right. And then he yeah. realizes he's not yeah, sick. Yeah, and he's in there. Right. And then his mom goes down and like opens a little hole in the ground. And he's like, she's like, motherfucker, there's baby bodies in here. Yeah. From all the people that she, the nuns are- Whatever, nurse. Well, it was the ghost, right? It was the ghost of the people that you've been seeing. So that took a turn, and then it took a real fucking turn, and I didn't know what to think. And it was kind of like comical to me. So maybe that's why I like it because I'm just like laughing all the time. I I was like, why are people on fire and they're circling? And well, when she pulls, so there was the cross. So she gets a cross, and then when she, like, the mom gets the cross and pulls a dagger out of it, and it's like, oh, why would you? Why are you like a godly woman? You need a cross, but it's actually a dagger. Something yeah. is happening here. Um, and then we realize what's happening is it's an exorcism. Yeah. She's trying to exorcise the demon that is in this little boy. And for me, I really loved that plot twist. I Because I didn't see it coming. It twisted Absolutely. hella yeah. hard. It twisted very hard. I didn't see it coming and I really enjoyed that. But the one thing that I, like my only criticism is that once the little boy realizes that he's like a spawn of Satan, essentially, yeah. um, he becomes like a cocky little asshole. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, I get that. I think once, he was getting his revenge, though, because but he, he was, was living so fast. Yeah, but he was living in a bubble for so long. I would do that, too. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was like when there's no, like in real life, you would be shell-shocked. You'd be like, oh, shit, this is, they've been lying to me. You would be upset. You would go through like the phases of no, grief no, and no, terror. No. And then you would be like, okay, now I'm in charge. But it was such, and I get it, it's a movie. They have three minutes to get to the end, you know? Um, But I just felt like it had such a great buildup. And then it was like, everything's different. So fast. Well, everything did get different. And I think that's kind of where I was like, maybe I liked it because it twisted my brain in a way I didn't know was going to be twisted. And you didn't see it coming. Yeah, and then I I was just like, I went from editing photos to just like fully watching that. Cause you're like, like, Oh, I was like, what in the actual, you have my full attention. Yeah. I didn't, especially from a, not that, not to be like Netflix films suck, but like, I just didn't expect 
with the outcome or the output of so many Netflix films all the time, I was just kind of like expecting the same mechanism of like right. certain peaks and certain things. And then that took a turn that was so bizarre that I was like, kind of like, okay with it. Yeah. Maybe it's that uncomfortable that that's what I'm interested now in. And like, yeah, I just, I have a hard time when it's like, doesn't feel real, yeah. but I understand it's a movie. It's actually not real. Yeah. There's no kit. I mean, maybe there is an Eli. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but when it's when it's like a drop of a hat and it just switches so fast, I'm like, that's not real. You wouldn't do that. You would have like, you would be pissed. You would like, but I get it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I wouldn't necessarily give it such a high rating. I'd probably give it like a six out of 10. I'd give it a 7.5. Okay, so we're, we're pretty close. I enjoyed it. Or a seven actually. Why am I being so nice? Yeah. It's the drink. So I, yeah. A seven. It's your, it's your bevy. Um, I would give it like a six out of 10. Um, it was filmed really well. It had great jump scares. The house was beautiful. The house was cool. The jump scares were good. Um, the special effects and stuff were really cool. I uh, had some great actors in it. I, I did enjoy it. Um, I just had like some story plot kind of issues that bugged me. Did you me. see that like in that and then in um, in the tall grass, the dad of the, the kid was kind of like questionable? Yeah, in both. Yeah, I was like, those daddies. They're not to be trusted. <laughs> These daddies are... Yeah. Too many daddies. Crazies. They're the horrors. <laughs> um, so what next? Oh, did you see, and I feel like this is one of the biggest underrated horror flicks of this year, Ready or Not. Did you see that? Oh. It's the one with... Wait, the, did I? It's um, the all of the posters with the girl wearing the white dress, and she has like the bandolier of like um, shotgun shells on it. No. Um, it is... So if you haven't seen Ready or Not, it didn't, I feel like it maybe it came out and maybe the thing was it came out when something else big came out because it kind of like people talked about yeah. it and then it was just like brushed under the rug. Um, so me, Cameron, we actually took my mom to see it in the theater because we were like, what, um, we were going to hang out and we're like, what do we want to do? And so we went and we saw it and it was like such a cool movie. It was badass. It was gory. It was scary. There was jump scares. There was blood. Um, so if you haven't seen it, you definitely have to check it out. When did it come out? Um, Cameron, do you remember when it came out? I would say a couple months ago, but maybe like three or four months ago, ready or not? About three or four months ago, maybe. Um, and I don't know what else came out around that time, but I definitely feel like there was another big yeah, movie that big like mofo. just overshadowed it. Um, but- like I want to be the girl in there's the film. children crying. Yeah, there's, there's a new child around here, and I'm like, shh. shh. We're talking about dead bodies. Shut yeah, the fuck I know. Up. You don't want to hear this. It's all the way. Shut up. Um, but this movie, if you haven't seen it, I definitely would say it's a go-to watch. So it's basically this twisted family that has this tradition where um, they play this game, and uh, they're. I think the history. Don't quote me because it was like there's so many movies I've just watched, but they're a gaming, a game family. Like they make games. Yeah. So as a tradition, they have this game that they play. And if you pick, you pick a certain card and when you pick that card, it'll be a game. And you play chess, you play backgammon, you play whatever, or you play this um, like hide and seek mm -hmm. essentially. And um, when this card gets dealt, this uh, the son got married to this woman and they're going to play this game. And her initiation basically into the family is to play the game. Um, but what it turns out to be is that she is basically getting hunted by the family and they have what? to kill her um, and basically like sacrifice her soul so that they can continue to live the privileged, privileged lifestyle that they lived. Fuckers. And she figures it out and she's like, fuck this. 
Um, I'm badass and I'm going to kick some ass and it takes her time to kind of build up that character, but it was such a cool film. It had like that, like very evil dead, like comedic horror was a little campy, uh, but the gore and the effects were great. It wasn't like super old school, campy, super super cheesy. It was done so well. Um, I know it's out of theaters right now, but I'm sure it's coming to DVD Probably or on like Amazon. on demand or Amazon, whatever. I highly recommend it. I loved it. Um, you, I definitely know that you will love I'm it. So I would it. give that one like an eight out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Okay. And a lot of people didn't see it. Not a lot of people talked about it. Uh, so definitely watch it. Um, what about it? The new it. Oh my God. I haven't seen it yet. Ah, uh, I like fail, literally, fail, I've been fail. really busy. I know. I've sucked at life. Um, I you know this. I know we we've lived a very busy life, so we try to get as much in as we can. Um, it uh, chapter two, I think is the official title. It chapter two, which is ironic because I listen to the soundtrack on the bus every day. I like I know it. this music. I, know um, I very much enjoyed it. Chapter two. I felt like the opening scene was not my favorite, just because it was very. Uh, distracting from the film. Um, If you've seen it, it's definitely been a long time. So spoilers, like screw you, we're gonna talk about it anyway, or I'm gonna talk about it. Um, The opening scene, to me, if you've seen it, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. I feel like it was a little bit of a waste. I'm gonna be 100% honest. Oh, burn. Um, I, I still think that it was a cool scene, but it never really had, it was kind of like one of those redemption moments mm-hmm. where if it came back full circle at some point in the movie and there was some sort of redemption, yeah. you'd be like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I just felt like there was, it was a little bit of a slow start. And then once it got going, I loved it. There was so many like really good jump scares. There's a scene under the bleachers. Oh my God, I loved it so much. Um, and just, it was everything that I expected. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Watch it Tomorrow's tomorrow. Halloween. I'm gonna give you like a movie list of things you have Wait, to watch Wait, I can't watch it tomorrow because it's not on fucking- Oh, it's not Amazon. out yet, I don't think. I have think. to go somewhere? No, 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 just wait till we get it on DVD and then we'll do like a movie night. And then on the following episode, you can give your opinions about your ratings. I have a crush on Pennywise, so it doesn't really matter what my opinions are because I find it Because you're just going to love it no matter what. Yeah, I do. I I really liked it. Um, It was very long, and that was a lot of people's, like, criticism. Why is that a recurring theme lately with horror movies? Because there's, like, there's a buildup. I think you need to, like, I think that's one thing that people don't want to necessarily, they don't want to invest their time they just want something that's going to entertain them. Yeah. And I think that like for me, a good horror flick is a good story yeah. and a good story isn't told in 30 minutes. A good story is built up. And I guess it's the competition between television too. Right. People want to be entertained in like what, 48 yeah. minutes or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, But then you have a series that's like 10 hours long because there's so many episodes. And it's like, how do you compete as a movie be when television becomes this cult? like obsession, you right. have to make it like a thick boy. Yeah, people want like really fast entertainment and I'm very much like a film person. I yeah. want to be, I want to be engrossed by something. I want to start something and I want to get lost in it. And I definitely like the It, both movies, I definitely felt like I got lost in those movies. Same mm-hmm. with Doctor Sleep, I got lost in it. There was yeah. a moment where I feel like I was completely glazed over. I was completely invested. Someone could have like snapped their fingers in front of my eyes and I would have been like not paying attention. Or a guy attention. could bump his butt in the back of your chair. That was one thing the entire premiere, there was like people, and this drives me crazy. When I watch a film, 
I don't go in. move in the back. Like if you're behind us, just don't pee. Honestly. I, I, I have my snacks because I'm ready. I know I'm going to be thirsty. I know I'm going to be hungry. I pee before the film because my butt will not get out of that seat until the credits but are others over. will clearly Big every, ones. every single Big person ones. last night, there was so many people getting up and I'm like, do you have no respect to guys too? No respect. You either have a small bladder. You have no respect for film. Do you have respect for the shining? Um, no, <laughs> no, respect. no. Um, so yes, I would say like a good rule of thumb in a movie is get your snacks. Yeah. Pee before. We didn't know what we were getting for snacks. We just sat down. We got yeah, them. And but I we, ate a lot of popcorn. Them. I had a lot of water, but God damn, I'm going to sit, sit in your there. ass down. I'm not going to, I will hold my pee until that movie is over because I do not absolutely do not want to rec- like ruin the movie for anyone else. Yeah. Um, what else? I've is watched, there anything else well, on your list? I've been watching obscure things because I don't just watch horror movies. So like I, I, it was weird. Like I, I tried to watch El Camino and I finished it. Oh, I watched it too. And it's not a horror movie. Did you? I loved it. I like was iffy. Did you love Breaking Bad? Yeah. That's why I was like. Okay. Tell me why you were iffy because I loved it. I just felt like, well, I did feel like it was this, like I, I constantly felt his pain and like throughout the whole, like he was very conflicted with what Mm -hmm. had just happened. And like, you know, you could tell he had a soul and he had emotion. He was kind of like, I just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just want to get out of this. Yeah. At the same time, I just kind of, I was just waiting for, there's like a, not a, there's like a stinginess to Breaking Bad Mm -hmm. where I felt like I was just on edge emotionally for El Camino. And it was a way that made me feel like kind of sad. Were you like expecting more? I was expecting more like, I don't know, high volume grit, if that makes oh, sense. Like I was expecting like more yeah, intensity, like, like an intensity that didn't make me feel depressed. Yeah. It, it was a very, it was, you know, it was a gritty movie, but it was a little bit depressing. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, so if you're not familiar, El Camino is a follow up to the Breaking Bad series. So you're basically following Jesse Pinkman um, after this whole like fiasco of him being uh, spoilers, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get into it too much, but I actually really liked it because I feel like it set it up for more because when we left Breaking Bad, when that whole thing ended, like everyone was basically under the the impression it was done. Like it left it open. But from what we heard from the creators and AMC and everyone on the Breaking Bad team was like, it's done. We're done with this film. Uh, We're done with the show. And then when we got this little like tidbit, I was so excited because I'm thinking maybe this is just like a little piece and then we're going to get more. And I think it ended in a way that that could still happen. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Jesse Pinkman is a, a creature he's of a, habit. And he's very smart. He's, he's just very conflicted. smart. He's very conflicted. It was very sad because you were, it was like pulling on your heartstrings. Like yeah. you're starting to feel bad for this person that was like wreaking havoc. Like if you, if this person was actually in real life, the general you'd public would like be a like a fucking criminal. Exactly. You'd yeah. be like, you're a criminal. You deserve to be in prison. Everything you did was awful. You wouldn't feel bad for him. So to me, the fact that they were able to twist that on us and make us feel bad for someone that was inherently like evil. Yeah. Like you, you tortured people. You made people live a terrible life because of money. Um, and we felt bad for him. Oh, oh my God. Siri's going off Siri and like is recording everything you're saying. To everything. This is really creepy. Siri, nobody's talking to you. Go away. She's like, okay, fine. Um, I thought they did a great job with it, but I do, I wanted more. I wanted more too. I wanted so much more. Because Breaking Bad was so iconic. Yeah. It's just like, like that, Breaking Bad, wasn't that what made Netflix like a, a thing? 
Um, Breaking Bad was on AMC. Oh, so I whatever. think it it went to same na- thing. <laughs> same thing. It went to AMC, but then it, an- well, that was that was like a big television moment. Oh, like, I huge. feel like that was an iconic TV series moment where people took television series yeah. seriously, and it and wasn't it, just like The Office. It was like right. This was like a- it was like dark, deep shit, and it wasn't necessarily like under the horror genre. Yeah, but a lot of the things that were happening it was suspense it, and thriller, suspense thriller. There was gore, like yep. it. It kind of hit it was a lot kind of, of funny. Yeah, it was comedy. It hit a lot of the horror kind of benchmarks. Yeah. Um, but then we also got Better Call Saul from that. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that. I watched and half I, of it. Yeah, I love Better Call Saul. I love his character. Um, the storylines are fantastic. He's like, like that one uncle that you have. Yeah, that just like works at a gas station. You're or like, something. oh, that's just Saul. That's like, just don't him. listen to him. He's crazy, but he has his hands in a lot of crazy. He's always shit. got a can of Budweiser with him. <laughs> I loved it. And I think that whole kind of world is amazing. So I really love that they brought this standalone film back. And I'm hoping, like, fingers crossed that it means we're going to get more. I definitely, like, he's in Alaska I don't know if I want more. I do. I want him to just cook more drugs. Well, that was the thing where, like, I watched, because I I watched a lot of different things. Like, I'll watch cooking shows. And I watch, like, I'll actually repeat. So, like, the new American Horror Story came out. And I've just, I haven't. Have you seen it all? I haven't. I love it. Because I heard that it sucked. No. And so uh, I just rewatched the last one. No, I love it. So I my I have my ups and downs with American Horror Story. I really loved Freak Show. Like Freak Show. Um oh, Asylum. I loved. Like Asylum. I loved I liked Coven. I liked the idea of it. I felt like it had little ups and downs, but I really loved it's nineteen eighty four, right? Is I, that what's yeah, called? I haven't watched it yet because I've just been like I don't know. It's it's so if you're a fan of like eighties slasher horror. You're going to love it. I which I am, but maybe it's because wait, I have, you started it. You yet? I did. It? I did start it, but like I started it, and then I started it on the day that it came out, and then everyone was just shitting on it, and maybe it was because I, I like lost a lot of what brought me to American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Like American Horror Story to me was like nasty, like asylum shit and freak show, and so like. Then when it got to like hotel, like it, it was like good. It but started it getting like, kind of trippy. It got not, a little trippy. Yeah. And it, it I felt that. a little millennial. And so like for me, like playing the nostalgia route of 1984 when like Stranger Things is so prevalent and like, you know, even like the It movies have like this, like I it's was all afraid nostalgia. it was going to have the same like yeah. synth wave music and like, I just, I was afraid it was going to be cheesy. So when yeah. I watched the first episode, I was like, this is cool, but like, I don't feel like obsessed with it. And I, I totally get that. I don't, I think it takes a lot for me to be like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with something. Yeah. But I think I'm always willing to give something a shot and it definitely has. Who knows I don't have the time. So. <laughs> you got to watch it though. I, I actually, I really love it. There is like a really good amount of gore. There's a good amount of comedy. It's very much like 80s slapstick yeah. slasher horror. Um, and I thought they did a really good job. And for me, when you can take it back to an era that, I love in like the horror genre and it looks good. And Billy Lord, that is like one of the main yeah. characters. She is fan. She's like, so like just psychotic and amazing. And you see her character. I love the character arcs. Um, some are better than others. Um, but as an overall, I really enjoyed it. I think it, it kind of reignited my love for American horror story. Cause I was out for a little bit. Yeah. I was kind of like, I don't really, there was nothing that drew me yeah. to it. Did and, you watch the season before that? Um, which one was Apocalypse. it? Apocalypse. I didn't watch. I watched Roanoke, which was trippy, and I enjoyed it. Because I've seen every single one except for the new one. I don't think I've seen Apocalypse. Like, that was the one where I watched it last year, and I was like, this is okay. But then I rewatched, and I was like, this is like... 
So it's good. So I should go I had, back. Well, I rewatched it for research because aesthetically, like a lot of the shots are What's really. What's the theme? So Apocalypse. it's like basically. Remember. So um, you know, the entire world is being nuked in various places, and uh, there's a lot of these like bunkers, and certain people are safe, but like mm -hmm. they want to keep, you know, the special people, the you know, the elite, almost the like supreme the, beings, almost like yeah. this. Yeah, supreme yep. beings, aliens, not aliens, Aryans. <laughs> uh, so, like, in the beginning of it, you see, like, you know, it's they show this girl in Santa Monica getting her hair done and her, like, rich father is like, you have to get on this jet plane and, like, go to this place and there's only, like, three spots available. So, like, take your hairdresser. And it's all these things where, like, they just... Because, you know, in the apocalypse, yeah, you have to have good hair. You have to have good hair. So, it's like, they go to this underground thing. Obviously, like, every character from, you know... They all start coming yeah. back into the... Yeah. yeah, so it's, like, this thing where there's vampires, there's there's witches, there's goblins, and it's almost like hmm. this, like, you know, it's literally, like, witches versus, like, warlocks. So and it sounds good. It's like, really actually it? good. Okay. And so I had to rewatch it, one, because I was doing research visually on, like, um, a project that I was working on. It's very oh, secret. So I did but, see, I did see some stuff, because it was, like, the witch. Um, but there, there's this, there's a witch theme, but there's yeah. also a post-apocalyptic, like, this green, like, murky, like, sense, because when you're, in the crevices of these bunkers, they're almost like these dark Victorian caverns. But okay. then when you're above land, it's the apocalypse. It's, it's so all run down like and gross. ashes and it's like a, got a greenish tint. So it's and, like the elite basically went yeah. underground and made their yep. like uh, mansions and whatever. Yeah, but it, it crosses back and forth between like, you know, the coven and mm -hmm. like, it, like they all come back and it's kind of in the uh, murder house and literally finds a way to intertwine all the stories into one. So I have homework. I'll watch that. It's actually you know. not bad. Um, I think you should watch 1984. We'll switch. I'll watch that and you watch. And then we'll circle back and see what we think. I just, I enjoyed it. And I think it, again, I think it just really brought me back into my love for American Horror Story. And yeah. it was just cool. It, the nostalgia for me, I love the 80s. I was born late 80s, so I didn't necessarily get to ex not. experience it. I'm um, an egg. <laughs> And I just think they did a really good job, and I love the gore. Like they did a really good we job. We love with a the good gore. gore. Love some good gore. gore. Speaking and of there was gross shit. Oh, oh wait, I have one more thing because we're gonna get a gross shit. But I this is actually still gross shit. Oh shit! But it's before the other gross. We're we gonna pregame before we. We're get... gonna pregame. Okay. Because I think I saw a story, and we were talking about this before, and we've talked about like our haunt experiences, and we're yeah. gonna have to have a whole nother episode about haunts. Um, because we don't necessarily have as much time, but we'll do like a little lead in real quick. And then this will be like our lead into our following episode. Yeah. So McKamey Manor, if you're not familiar with it, there's a, um, McKamey Manor is a haunt. Yeah. There's a there's documentary, a Netflix documentary on, doc yeah. on Netflix. It's called Haunters. So McKamey Manor is offering $20,000 if you can complete their haunt. Um, there are some requirements though, which so I did a little research. So you have to have, um, a 40 of sign a 40 page waiver. I don't, I wrote notes. I, did I don't know see what that, that means. as a viral oh. thing on Facebook. You have to be 21 and up. You have to have a doctor's note. You have to have medical insurance and you have to have a background check. But if you complete this, um, this haunt, you win $20,000. No one has done it yet. And at this point, no one's completed it no or one's no one's completed done it. it. People have done it. No one's completed it. Would you do it? No. Why? Cause I don't like people touching me. <laughs> I can't even go to the club. 
and I'm like over it. Like I don't even like getting hit on. I'm at the point where I'm just like, nobody go near me. I'm fucking sick of it. So it's a hard no. He like puts you in bunny suits, duct tapes your mouth and puts your head in the toilet. So like it's crazy. I feel like that's like tame, but at this point there, um, there's a petition going around where people are petitioning for them to close this down because it's they, abuse. So, so you think it's abuse? Okay. So people think that it is, they're basically saying it's like a torture chamber in disguise, which I guess you could see it as that. But the thing is it's voluntary. So if someone's choosing to do this, I don't believe that the general public should have the opinion to but be like, hey, you should do this. as a viral trend and people wanting to win a prize, like if you just wanted to be tortured and you volunteered your volunteered your body to be tortured and like it was out of your own self-pleasure, that's mm-hmm. one thing. If you're trying to do it to like be the first person to win 20 grand to like almost die and get out of this house, like I feel like that's like a peer pressure move, which in this state of reality with like, you know, viral trends and and social media, like it's not just you wanting it. It's you wanting to be that person that did it. Yeah. But I like, on the other hand, I think that people have the choice to do what they want to do. And it's your choice. No one's making you sign that waiver. No one's making you get like into a coffin and get waterboarded. Like that is a choice. Like who the fuck would want to waterboard anyone? Like that's what's crazy. Like why would you want to go in a house with someone who wants to take you to that level? I, I mean, I don't know. Cause I don't want to do it. I absolutely do not want to do it. I watched the documentary in the first scene, like as they open it, it probably up. smells. So I'm sure bad. it smells awful. And he's duct taping a girl's head. And I saw the duct tape and I was like, Nope, I'm out. I need my Our hair. Weaves. How do you get duct tape out of your hair? That's a long process. And that's like the first step. I was like, absolutely no. So I 100% never would do it, but I don't think that the public should have an opinion on what other people choose. I think if you want to do that and you want to like be put but to your limits. do it privately. Like, well, it is private. Not anymore. Well, I mean, it's technically public because it's on the internet, but it's not like You know that he gets some extra clout because he had a documentary. I'm sure. And I'm sure. And I, and I, in my mind, when I'm watching him, I'm like, that man is a little twisted yeah. because he wants to do this. But I can also appreciate the fact that like, hey, he's giving people an opportunity to get pushed to their limits. And as much as I don't, I wouldn't do it. And Are I don't- they, yeah, but it's like, are they being pushed because they want to or because they're broke? Fuck yeah, they're being pushed because they want to. You signed a 40-page waiver. You went to your doctor. You got a note. You showed your medical insurance. You showed your ID. Like, they're making the process, like, not, like, so you can go in mistakenly and think, like, oh, maybe on a whim I want to do it. Like, to do all of those things, that's, like, a week's worth of stuff. You have to think about it. Yeah, but if you're it, broke, a week's well, worth of stuff is, like, if to an unemployed motherfucker. You know... To each their own. I think if you can, nobody's done like it if yet. If I was a homeless guy and I happened to figure this out and I had nothing to lose. But if you're homeless, you don't have medical insurance. You're not going to be able to see a doctor to get a doctor's note. Like you wouldn't, a homeless person wouldn't qualify. So they're not necessarily letting anyone, you have to be in the right state of mind. You basically have to know what you're doing, agree to what you're doing, sign a 40 page waiver. Like people that are doing it know and are given enough steps to be able to back out. Yeah. Like for me, when they were like 40 page waiver, I'm like, no, thank you. Not happening. I need my there hair. There was a thing no and tape. I remember seeing it on Facebook and it was highlighted and it was like, we're not like liable for your, for your death. I'm pretty sure they're not going to kill you. And I'm pretty sure that if they killed you, they would all go to I jail. Don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're going to machete your face up, but I think like they don't give a fuck if your medical records comply and your doctor says it's okay. Like if you have a stroke. 
Well, I know they're saying it's not on them, but like they're pushing you to a point you where you signed could. a waiver, right? So if you had a heart attack, that's on you yeah. because that's your heart. They couldn't control that. Um, but my whole, like, I guess my whole like point of it is there is like crazy extreme things that people do. People jump out of planes. People go on extreme, like people do so much extreme stuff and you have the choice and yeah. you choose to well, do that. So what's different about choosing to jump out of plane or choosing to go through a haunt? Cause I feel like jumping out of the plane is like the spiritual experience. Like if you're in a what house- What if being where, scared of the shit, like people scaring the shit out of I you think, is a spiritual experience? Well, I think- I'm playing devil's advocate, by I the know. way. <laughs> I think when you jump out of a plane and you have that initial, like I'm gonna shit my pants moment and then you're flying and then you realize it's gonna be okay and then the parachute goes, like it's like 20 minutes of like euphoria where you're falling from the sky and it's kind of like this, you know, like- rejuvenation moment. I but think that's if, your opinion of what you think. Some people would be like, holy I think he's shit, I'm telling terrified. telling you to eat shit for 20 hours and okay, to suffocate. So what if essentially what people are, what people are signing up for is not necessarily to win $20,000. Like, yes, that would be great. But I think a lot of people are signing up to live their own horror movie. You are essentially living in your own horror. In, oh my God, I can't even say it. In, living in a horror. <laughs> living in your own horror flick. Um, so who is to deprive you of that? Like, if you want to do that, what, what is my opinion signing a petition telling you you can't do that? Because Lord knows people have fetishes these days. So could be, I guess I don't necessarily want to do it. You don't want to do it. I asked Cameron earlier. He was like, hell no, I don't want to do that. Well, at first he said yes. And then I was like, he would not do it. No, exactly. And then he was like, no, actually bravery moment in that tunnel holding his breath and that I commend him for it. But let's (laughs) not go beyond that. He held, he held, he holds his breath in tunnels for a very long time. And we're always like super amazed. We're like, you're a reptilian. We don't understand. I can hold my breath for like 30 seconds and I'm dying. Um, so overall, I guess my point is we'll have to circle back and do like a haunt episode because I feel like there's so much more to talk about this. Like if we watch the documentary and go back and kind of analyze what this man's thought process is, cause I feel like you have to be a little sick and twisted to want to torture people. Yeah. And for, and I think you also have to be a little sick and twisted to want to go be tortured. So there's like a whole world of like it's shit we can talk about. Yeah. So it we'll is. circle back to that episode, but now this is a new kind of torture. This is well, it's it's essentially the same kind of torture, just you don't know what's going to happen. Well, exactly the same kind of torture then. Um, so it is time for creepy treats. No, and because we are filming on um, the day before the Halloween. day before All Hallows Eve, it's the day before Halloween. Uh, we are doing a special trick or treat, creepy treat. Thank That's a God. lot of treats. Well. Well, I mean, it's not that I complicated. I feel like it's mostly tricks. It's it's really not. It's like one trick or one treat. So hold on one second. You t- chat gonna, to the folks and I'm going to get the tray of goodies. Hello, folks. I'm going to readjust my microphone as I do some ASMR on this Hollow's Eve. Oh, God. I think I just messed it up. What the fuck? And I burped. Okay. We're here to tell you that we have a tray of unpleasurable <laughs> items. It's the same tray we've always had. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, I guess I should readjust again. I thought I was cheers because it's almost Halloween. Cheers Cheers to almost Halloween. And (sighs) we're going to do some spooky stuff after this. But before that happens, I'm going to unveil. Hopefully I didn't. Hold on. Let me check. Okay. I'm going to unveil a tray, which I don't think they can see. So hold on. It's very complicated with all of these. Well, they definitely can't see if they're on Spotify. Can they? No, they can't see. You can only see this if you watch our video at letsgetspooky.com. It's a tray with... Something. Well, I can't lean it over. Cameron's like, lean it over. It's all going to fall off. Um, it's a tray. It. Oh, sorry. 
I'm like throwing it to the roof. I'm very excited. I'm so not. there's a tray with two things on it and there is a trick or a treat and you have to choose which one you want. And then once know. you choose, you have to eat what's underneath. Nope. <laughs> well, that's not how you play because this game. Because you know which one's which and that's not fair. I... But what does it matter? I'm gonna, you know what? Can I get a hint? No, because I'm gonna eat whatever's under them regardless because I'm not a bitch. <laughs> Did I just say that? No peeking. She's trying to cheat right now. What do you think? What do you think is under them? Let's play I this feel game. like you're trying to mentally fuck me up because no, this I'm one not looks trying cute. To, I'm not trying to do anything. This one looks cute, so this one would be a treat. And this one is evil, so that would be a trick. Or am but, I? But am I? no, but that's what I'm saying. So then it's the opposite. So the treat isn't here. But then you know that I'm going to think that. No. God damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay. So on All Hallows Eve, when you play trick or treat, it doesn't matter which one you pick. You have to try both. I didn't tell you the rules, but those are the rules. So you have to unveil the other one. No! What is, she puts it back. What is the other I one? I don't want the other one. You don't even know what it's it is. It's your grandma pills. No. Yes, yeah, my grandma pills. I'm going to drug you and take you to McKamey Manor, and then you have to do the challenge. What is it? She, she just put Cheers, it back. Bitch. No, it's no. okay. So I'm not no, doing just that. Wait, wait. No, this is this is um, Chapolines, which is also AKA grasshoppers. So what we're going to do is no, we're going to put, no, yeah, we're not. it's going to be fine. We're going to put a grasshopper on our delicious Halloween cookie. That's which not these, actually very delicious. These cookies are from, aren't these cookies from Salem? These cookies are from Salem. So they're. Tastes like it. What does that mean? It tastes evil. No, it tastes delicious is what it is. So I'm going to open I want the, a Vienna finger. Hold on. Open, help me open this. No. Wait, I got to bounce. My, hold on. I'm going to hold my microphone this with my chin. your problem. I don't give a shit. Okay. I'm we not have, doing this. We're going to put them on the skull. No. Look at, they're like, oh, they're like crunchy little, they're, they're flavored too. The little, no. they're grasshoppers, but no. they don't have any, I delimbed. They don't have any limbs, no legs. You didn't delimb no them. You ordered them delimbed. I did order them delimbed, but I'm trying to make you feel better about it. You no. ate crickets on a taco. I'm so, it's, no. It's I, been so long since you've eaten bugs. That's why I was like, we cannot have another episode. I'm, she's not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat it. I dro dropped I'm going to watch you eat it. Merry Christmas. No, you're going to eat nope. one. Just have a bite. No. Look, his, he's got, he's. Ready for you. You can't flick him off. Just try him. No. <laughs> She's literally like, no. I need my cookie. Look at if I eat one and then let huh. I don't care what you eat. Oh, it tastes good. You eat it. I did. I just ate one. You're in my treat. It's eat like chili. Shit. It's like chili. Oh, it's adobo. It's chili lime. I don't care. It's an, a great source of calcium. Oh no. I just made, I just made I'm that up. I'm in the McKinsey Manor from shit. McKamey Manor. This I is twenty thousand dollars. I'm trying to get you ready because if you went no. and they were like eat a cricket, I don't you'd be want like, it. I really don't want it. It's this so. Time. Just try it. Nope. Cameron, help me. I don't know what to do. She won't eat it. Cameron knows that I hate this. No. No. Oh, it's really good with the cookie. It's I like, have quarters in my purse. I'll pay you. Like what does that even quarters. mean? I don't need your quarters. Three quarters. No. I like it. I'll Put like it on it. your tongue and show the people and just chew it. <laughs> Abuse. <laughs> this is my gamey manner, bitch. Eat the, it went in my boobs. Abuse. No, it went in your crotch. Oh, it went in my crotch. You're good. It's okay. 
Um, I liked it. Okay, so salty. Um, since it is technically the end of the Halloween season, and uh, our next episode will come out after Halloween, give me your top three things for this Halloween season. Me? Top, yeah, top. Yes, you the only them. other person that I'm talking. Then what are they going to say? <laughs> You're talking these bitches. Um, my top three things, like yeah, and we still, to be fair, that we I've still done. Yeah, we still have Haunted Hayride. We still have a couple things on our list of to do. I so. carved nine pumpkins, all of which have rotted. Oh. But every so nine times I did well. My pumpkin that you drew my face on already rotted, and it's been like a week and a half. Sucks so I had to you. throw it away. Sorry. I still have I took I took a photo, but I had to throw it away. My pumpkins, Um, I had, what did I do? I feel like Dr. Sleep was like a good Halloween mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then- One more. Uh, I guess I'll see what happens tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's ho- so we'll we'll um we'll follow up when we do the haunt episode. We'll follow up with um our like I guess final. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm getting a foot cramp. I don't know what to do. Ah, eat a cookie with a bug on it, maybe. No. Ow. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, um, so my top three things. Well, I have a foot cramp that hurts really bad. Um, so. The Salem adventure was definitely, I'm just going to loop that all in as one thing because we did so many things. We did like a bunch of different haunts. We did Legends of Fear, Trail of Terror. Uh, We did Universal. We did Disney. It was so many things. So we're just going to put that as number one. Um, Number two was Not Scary Farm, uh, which you haven't gone, but we're going to try to go this weekend and then you can experience it and experience how amazing it was. Not you kill it at haunts. The rides. I also did roller coasters for the first time in ten years. Oh shit! If you haven't seen my Instagram, look at my post because you can see me. Oh, I like, saw your face. Oh man, You're it shooketh. was well because Cameron said we did um, hang time at Knott's Scary or at Knott's Berry Farm. It's a roller coaster, and essentially you go on this roller coaster, and all that is holding you in is like a waist strap. Fuck that! And. You go to this, like, you look at it, and it's just going straight up. So in my mind, from what he told me, he's a liar, that all we were going to do was going to go straight up, and then there's, like, a very steep incline where you're, like, hanging over, but all that's holding you in is at your waist. So you feel like Mm -hmm. you're going to fall out. And so we get up to the top, and we're dangling. Literally, we're in the front row. There's nothing in front of us. And I was like, I said out loud, what is this? And he's like, oh, that's the ride. And I was like, you just told me it was one drop. It was like loops and flips and makes you want to projectile vomit for like, it was probably 30 seconds, but it felt like five minutes. I wanted to die. So if you look at my photos on Instagram, you see my face of wanting to die. (gasps) And then we did Silver Bullet, which is equally as terrifying. And then my dumb ass thought it was great to go on it again. And the second time was not so great. Um, So Not Scary Farm really killed it. So- Salem trip, not scary farm, and then Dr. Sleep. I would say were the highlights of this Halloween season, but we still have a few more things to do. Um, Because Halloween is on a Thursday, there's a lot of things happening through November 2nd, going through the weekend. Uh, So we will report back on our next episode if we saw anything or did anything cool um, and share it with you guys. Hells yeah. Um, So we both have homework to do. We have shows to watch, um, reviews to be had together. And we have living homework to do right as we leave this very podcast. Yes, we are going to Haunted Hayride right as this is done. So we will let you know how that goes. Should be fun. Um, So thanks, fiends, for joining us on this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Van. And I'm Ashley. And you can watch the full videos of all of our episodes at letsgetspooky.com. You can also download on iTunes and listen on Spotify. So thanks for joining in. And don't forget to stay spooky. Spooky.